Welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming. My name is James Third, the host over here at PVG Podcast, and I am with Kia Kane once again. Episode 51. It's been a crazy time, right? Yes. You're not quite moved in yet. No. But getting closer? Getting closer. What are we waiting on? Uh, basically what's going to happen is I'll call the internet people. They'll schedule to come out and do our internet over at the new place. And, um, we'll move our fridge and our stove and that's the official we're moving in. So, hey. uh, yeah. So, Are you excited? Yeah. I am. I'm just going to point this out. It doesn't look like you've packed a lot behind you. No, not yet. No. If you're, it'll probably be like, the if last you're watching little. on YouTube, she keeps saying she's moving and I keep looking at her streaming room and I'm like, it doesn't look Changing. like anything's in boxes <laughs> at all. I know. I'm actually going to be moving some of it. Like I'm actually going to pack some of my stuff, like some of my collectibles. So like all my, cause I'm an apex player for those who don't yeah. know. Um, and I, uh, main lifeline who is over here. Um, but I'm going to be packing a lot of my collectibles and stuff like that up and going ahead and getting them boxed up and moved over there. So it makes it a little easier for me to move. Um, so, yeah. But things will start slowly disappearing here very soon. <laughs> hey, perfect. Perfect. And not too long ago, uh, Halloween, you dressed up as some Apex characters, I believe, right? Yes, I did. I dressed up as Lifeline. That was my main, um, or she is my main. My son chose our Halloween costumes like he normally does. Um, and he went as Pathfinder, who is a legend that he mains, which is actually uh, this one right here. Uh, he's a little <laughs> robot. Um and uh, so my son dressed up as him, and he chose my costume, and it was Lifeline. So he, uh, so yeah, we went as Lifeline and Pathfinder. Um, not a whole lot of people knew who we were, but there were a few adults that did know who we were. Um, the so costumes were really, really nice. cute, actually. If you knew what Apex was, they were were spot on. I thought. Yeah, I so I pieced together my costume, and they did have a Pathfinder costume for my son. Um, so, but they, they, I had looked at a lifeline adult costume to see if I could find one. Um, but the biggest issue was, is a lot of it was like a bodysuit type. Um, and I'm like, that's not like, to me, that wasn't very genuine. So yeah, I was exactly. like, I'm going to just make mine and create it. And so I did. And I created her, um, original outfit they have. Cause if you know anything about apex, they have multiple skins, mm -hmm. Um, so I just did the original skin, um, because it is a classic and I was just, I was like, yeah, it'll be the easier of the ones to put together. So, um, yeah, but it was good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, he got lots of candy. <laughs> hey, that's perfect. Right um, now, is that candy for Kane <laughs> or candy for you and, and the husband? Uh, more, uh, he actually, it's kind of funny. So he does have a sweet tooth like his dad. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of times he usually ends up forgetting <laughs> <laughs> I, my son did a lot of trunk or treats and it's funny because he gets all this candy but he's uh you know gluten-free and dairy-free so he can't end up eating half of it so Aww. um when i was at his uh preschool trunk or treat i took a lot of the candy from him because i was like he can't have that and then i'm sure his mom is is uh chopping away at it as well so yeah well, there you go. See? <laughs> All right. So this week on Parents vs. Gaming, we have a new topic to discuss. Uh, yes. This is an article from TheGuardian.com. Again, we will put the link in the description if you'd like to read this. But the title of this article written by Lucy Campbell, this is from May of 2021. So it is an older article, but I thought it was pretty interesting. A Wonderful Escape, The Rise of Gaming, Parents, 
and grandparents. So I thought this was really interesting. It caught my eye because we are always talking about what's safe for kids? Are your kids going to get addicted to video games? What about parent gamers? But we don't talk a lot about the grandparent gamers. No. Right? We don't give them a lot of love. So I'm going to dive into this article a little bit. I'm going to read a l- read some, and then we're going to jump into our personal experiences, uh, what we have, and then what we think is good or bad about some of these things. So Lucy starts this article off with helping his seven-year-old daughter, Romy, set up the Nintendo Switch she got for Christmas. Paul Cliff managed to get himself hooked on Animal Crossing. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that's great for kids. Uh I've somehow played over 600 hours on it since January, says Paul, 56, of the Lifetime Simulation game where villagers carry out daily activities such as gardening, furniture arrangement, and gathering fruit. Now, this article came out in May. So since January, this 56-year-old grandpa has played 600 hours from January to May 7th. Do you have any idea how many hours have to be, uh, like, <coughs> that's a lot people, of gaming. People some all-nighters. <laughs> that is, I don't think people understand how much gaming that is. I, I bet you I in the last eight months, I haven't played 600 hours of video games, let alone 600 hours in one game. And I have yeah. friends that think that I play games a lot. So I just want to put into perspective how many hours that is when we talk about it. Uh, Paul goes on to say, I love the collecting in it. It's so gentle and oddly rewarding. He recalled an afternoon spent fishing together when Romy finally caught the string fish she'd been trying to catch for ages. The grandfather says she couldn't wait to show me. We've been amazed at each other's achievements and creativity. I found an immersive and relaxing experience. I love my wee island. It's a wonderful escape from what's going on outside our four walls. It goes on to talk about how gaming has kind of expanded since COVID, um, up 62% in UK adults. Uh, the age range 55 to 64 was the fastest growing market, up 32% since 2018. Uh, here, Professor Newman says video games have been an important source of help for me for many during these difficult periods of restricted movement. Uh, Professor James Newman of Video Games and Gaming Culture Academic. Part of the pleasure comes from being in the world of the game, whether that's the reassuringly mundane daily routines in Animal Crossing, providing continuity in such uncertain times, or being able to roam free in vast open worlds at a time of limited access to real-world spaces. But as well as providing much-needed fun, stimulation, and escape from the isolation and monotony over the past few years during COVID, video games have helped connect friends, families, and people all over the world. What we're seeing... A lot is parents and grandparents being taught by their children and grandchildren to keep in touch. And this gathering around common interests creates quality and integrational interactions and connections, even at a distance, says Dr. Lynn Love, a lecturer in computer arts at Aberte University. Uh, Video games can have a manifold of benefits for older people, including boosting cognitive and problem-solving skills. And the pandemic has opened up new audiences to different kinds of games. Many are finding video games aren't what they thought they were and are seeing that there are different types of games that they can connect with. It also seems to be giving many a new lease of life. Uh, The article does go on to talk about um, somebody who's 74 playing Call of Duty Warzone. Here's, here's, I'll talk a little bit about this. John Reed, 74, agrees having found his skills as a chess player highly transferable to his new addiction, Call of Duty Warzone. He primarily plays solos. He has gained five outright victories in this first-person shooter game. 
And he says, it's gained me enormous kudos with my grandsons. And it's nice to think that all these highly rated players are being taken out by a grandpa in his dressing gown. Uh, we've also got another uh, lady that um, used to go out and visit big towns, but she's very restricted to the fact that she's older now. Uh, she really falls in love with playing things like... Um, uh, uh, it just left me here, the, the games that she likes to play. Skyrim, Fallout, and Oblivion. She loves And she loves the Dishonored series because of the urban setting, so it gives her a lot of vibes being from the UK area. Uh, asked asked if this person would be done since the pandemic is primarily open as the world opens up. She says, I've just bought The Witcher and Red Dead Redemption, so this is not over. <laughs> so again, we're seeing this older generation, some of them connecting with their grandkids, some people connecting with their kids, playing games, some people learning that um, games aren't necessarily what they thought there were, whether there's more strategy involved, uh, whether there's just a shooter, like something like Call of Duty, whether it's a story-based game like the Skyrims and the Fallouts and Oblivions and things like that. So, Kia, let me jump in. I know that it, first we talked about this article and you said, I don't know how I can relate to this trying to get a grandparent involved because your dad is a gamer already. But I'd love to hear from someone if you find benefit the fact that your grandfather does play. Does he have any interactions with Kane? Was it able to keep you guys close together? Do you feel like it helps cognitively, things like that. What are your thoughts here? So um, as a daughter of a gamer, I my, my dad gamed um, all of my life, basically. So growing up, um, there's actually a picture of me sitting on his shoulders when I was like maybe one or two. Um, and he has a controller in his hands and he's gaming. So I grew up with a gaming parent in my household. So gaming for me was a natural thing for me. Um, my dad, you know, as soon as a new generation of a console came out, he got it, you know, and so we had access to stuff like that when we would visit my dad. Um, so because my parents were separated, my mom was not um, a big gamer. Um, it, and she didn't frown upon it with us. It's not that she didn't agree with it. It's just being a single mom. She didn't really have access to buying a lot of stuff like that. And that didn't take priority. Um, so when we would visit my dad, my dad would, he would let us play games and we could play games with him, um, especially as they started getting multiplayer games out and stuff where you could actually play with your, uh, your kids or whatever. Um, but um, as most of my people know, uh, I don't live in the same state as my dad. <laughs> uh, my dad lives in Indiana. I live in Louisiana. So we live hundreds of miles away from each other. Um, and being a daddy's girl, uh, I don't get to spend as much time as I would like with him. But um, he's also a PlayStation fan as well. He turned me and my husband on to Destiny. Uh, my birthday, for one of my birthdays, my husband got me the PlayStation 4. And um, got me. And so we played Destiny for a long time with my dad. Um, we would play Destiny. We played Destiny 2. Um, and then when we had my son... Um, it was really nice because he could have that interaction with my dad, even though they were hundreds of miles away. So he still got to have access to his grandfather, even though we don't live in the same state. So to me, that is a good thing because then you can still have those interactions with those grandparents and grandkids and still have those moments. Um, so we would play Destiny with my dad and then 
Kane would go, I want to talk to Grandpa. And we're like, okay. And so we'd give him the headset and him and Grandpa would run around on on one of the worlds <laughs> and Destiny and do stuff together. Um, so it was really nice to be able to have that. Um, and we still have that. You know, we can still talk to my dad. We can still do things with him. Um, so it is nice having a, a parent and a grand, well, in, in my son's case, a <clears throat> grandparent that does game because he still benefits from having a grandparent that he can relate to when it comes to gaming um and still have that interaction with my my side of the family because my husband's parents live here and they live not even a mile down the road from us so he can see them anytime he wants but when it comes to my parents um he doesn't really get that so um being able to do that with my dad is is really nice yeah, I, I think seeing this older generation kind of re-embrace gaming a little bit and seeing it differently. Again, there are story mode games. There are point-and-click adventure type games. They're yes. with better graphics. You know, a lot of people think point-and-click adventure were generic graphics, slow-moving games back in the day. Uh, That's puzzle so games, not true for nowadays. Not true at all. <laughs> puzzle games like Wrist and uh, Rift, I think it was a Rift and Mist and things like that are, are coming back. Uh, there was a game... I don't know, about six years ago or so, maybe maybe older. I, forgive me for I don't remember the exact year that it released. But uh, The Witness had come out, a purely puzzle game that you go around the island and all there's like hundreds and hundreds of puzzles in the game as your character walks up to them. I The game is even available on an iPad, iPhone, uh, every console out there, PC. So I got this game for my dad to play on his I iPad and we started connecting again. Another great platform, especially for older people to connect with the younger generation of all different types of things. A lot of people, a lot of kids remember, you know, it was nice playing ping pong with your grandparent or your parent, right? In person, uh, you could play, go out and play a round of golf, um, maybe play pool, maybe play darts, simple, simple pub games, I would call them, or just leisure games, playing chess, yeah. you know, a great place to get all of those things and that it's not expensive platform to get into is the oculus quest the oculus quest i have gotten my dad to play golf on and what's cool about this is it's virtual reality yes it's vr and it might seem it's not complicated to set up once you kind of understand you could easily talk an older person that's not tech savvy at all or maybe they'll be able to walk a a, a grandchild in but to be able to play a round of golf with my dad, yes, do we look a little bit like a computerized character, but you're already putting this headset and leaving your room. Like you feel yeah. like you're leaving your world. Now I feel like I'm leaving the world. I can see my dad's character. We're talking in this space together. It feels like we're in the same room. It literally yeah. feels like we are together in the same space. That's really, really cool. And you could play things from golf to shooting basketballs, to playing ping pong. All these are pretty realistic looking games. And you, again, you feel like you're there in the same space as them. I think the Oculus does a great job at bringing that in. I wish more people understood. I wish it kind of took off in a boom the way the Nintendo Switch did by bringing older gamers in with the, the kind of motion controls and playing tennis and stuff like that. There's a lot of funny yeah. moments back in the day. But but I do, I and I have seen the difference in my dad staying active. You know, as as people get older, maybe they're retired, maybe they do things, they just kind of live out their lives and they're not active. There are games out there that bring them to a new world that give them. Uh, I don't want to feel. I'm I'm not going to go as far as say it gives them meaning to live or anything like that. But it yeah. challenges them. It gives them problem solving skills to challenge. Whether it's a puzzle yeah. game, whether it's a story based game, it helps keep their brain active. Mm -hmm. 
So that's a good thing in general. And just older people getting, being more active in general is a good thing. Um, my grandmother, my dad's mom, uh, she was, she's a retired nurse Okay. and she will tell you, um, I, cause I always, I used to always ask her like, Grammy, you are always on the go. Like you are so busy all the time. Um, and she's like, well, she's like, you gotta stay active if you want to live a little longer. She's like, cause that, that, that will kill you faster is if you just sit around and do nothing. And, um, so she, she stays very active. <laughs> Yeah, I love her, but she sometimes I'm just like Grammy. You can slow down just a little bit because <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a, uh, I forgot we went to go visit some, uh, we went to go visit her uh, one one year, and um, she's like, oh yeah, and someone brought up the fact that she had broke her hip. I said, excuse me, what? And she's like, oh yeah, that was like last year, and I was like, how am I just finding out? <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> And she was like walking down some stairs to get to the beach or something. And I guess her foot must have slipped and she fell and she broke her hip. And she's like, it's not a big deal. I'm fine now. And everybody's like, you still need to be careful. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I think some of it too, to her was like, that really brought her to the realization that she is getting older. Um, but she still stays very active. She does yoga. She does. She goes for walks all the time. So she is definitely an outdoorsy person. She always has been. Um, she loves her garden. That's where I get my gardening from. I love. I, she has always had a garden. Um, she has always had fresh fruits and vegetables and everything. So, um, but yeah. So she. It's definitely one of those things. that's good to keep uh, the grandparents active as well. So. I feel like that would probably be a good thing. I can't handle VR though. That just messes with my brain too much. <laughs> well, like I said, depending, there are definitely some games out there you can get motion sick and stuff like that. But static yeah. games, like a golf game, like a ping pong game, you're not really moving. Nothing's coming to you. You're, you'll feel yeah, like you're there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. It definitely can be easy. You just got to be smart on what you play and don't play. Don't play something like a racing game where things are flying by you. And, oh Lord, no. Yeah, it, it gets over the top. But as far as my my opinion, if you're an older person, you're like, you know what, maybe I should give gaming a little bit of a chance. Maybe I should uh, talk to my kids or my grandkids and and try something out. My recommendation to you is tell them, especially if it's a younger kid, tell them you want to, hey, I'd love to try playing games with you. My mom, not the biggest video game player in the world, but I could sit down and play a video game pinball game with her, like Pinball FX. She'll play that for 20 hours straight. <laughs> she loves pinball like kids are smart kids will kids will maybe they'll be like oh i play call of duty all the time come play call of duty with me grandpa and the first like five games you're like not good the kid want. i promise you the kid will more than after even if maybe not in that moment a day or two will pass by they'll remember they really enjoyed playing that game they yeah. will find a game that they think works for you and as you start to learn gaming maybe you like something maybe you invite them another game if they have occasionally played Minecraft, but they don't play it that much anymore because they're playing Call of Duty or Apex Legends or something like that, they're a little bit older. Yeah. But all of a sudden, one of their grandparents wants to play Minecraft with them, and you're into it as a grandparent or a parent, that kid is going to play way more Minecraft than they're going to play Call of Duty. Like oh, they yeah. want, they, it's so exciting for them to play that, with parents and, I and grandparents. Find, I can tell you now from a parent's perspective that I find if I don't know how to do something, and my son does, he is so thrilled to teach me 
how to do something. So I think that also helps kids because they go, oh, you mean I can teach I can teach an older person what, how yeah, to do something? Exactly. Because like, you think about it. They go their whole life, and what are we doing? We're always teaching. We're always telling them how to do stuff, right? So for them to be able to be like, I can teach you how to do that, really helps them too because then they can be like, oh, I actually can teach somebody something, you know? So I think as a parent who has seen that in their child, that means a lot to them too. Like them being able to teach you alone will help them as well as you. I agree. I agree, Kia. I think that's very smart. So that kind of brings us to the end of this article. It's a little bit of a shorter episode, but I'm going to go into some things that I'm probably going to throw Kia off here a little bit because I'm going off on a whim. So oh we'll see what she has to say. <laughs> okay. uh, keep in mind, I'm James III. I run a podcast network called Last Choice Network. With a, I'm partnered with a guy uh, named Ender. You can find him on I am Ender underscore TV on YouTube. Of course, Kia Kane is one of our main hosts here on the Parents vs. Gaming podcast. She has her own community. She streams over on Twitch exclusively, and her community is the Bakery on Discord. We'll put the links in the description. If you want a friendly community, everyone gets along really well. They kind of keep up with each other. A lot of people have kids in there as well. Um, it's a great community to be a part of. She does a lot of community nights. Now, I think in partnership with the Bakery and Parents vs. Gaming, uh, we are going to start growing a Facebook page. And we want to bring in parents and gamers of all ages. This isn't to uh, overtake Kia's Bakery Discord page. That <laughs> should thrive on its own. They're two completely different things. But what we are interested in doing is maybe having some tournament-type weekends, maybe some community events, very similar to what Kia does in the bakery. Now, these community events would be like if we were to set up an Apex Legends game. You would be a parent playing with your child. So we're going to try to, as we get into uh, the 2023, these are things all in the future. We'd like to launch this around the spring. Maybe once a month we have an Apex Legends tournament, but it's a parent and a child. And these are private tournaments. We're not going to play on the server. This is all for fun. Uh, as the channel grows, maybe we get some donations, put money into it. We would love to do some prizes given away to people, whether it's a console or something like that. So obviously some chances to hopefully some things to win. But with that... We need support from you guys. We need you to follow our um, audio podcast channels, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Google, or Amazon. Those are kind of the five main ones. Don't just listen to us. Please download our podcast. I don't care after you download it if you then delete it. But the way that audio podcasting tracking works and how we grow our channels is only by downloads, unfortunately, where something like YouTube, we also have a YouTube channel. You can find us under Last Choice Network. So youtube.com slash at Last Choice Network. If you type that in the uh, in the browser, you'll be able to get to us. Um, just viewing a video is a big deal. Viewing it all the way through, leaving a like and commenting, uh, hitting the bell, subscribing, things like that, that helps us out so tremendously and it does nothing. It doesn't affect anything that you guys do. Uh, of course, you don't need to download videos or anything like that. But on the audio side, we would love to hit to start getting more downloads. It really, really means a lot to us. And the more that we grow this out, the bigger we can get. Like I said, we are going to add a Facebook page strictly for Parents vs. Gaming. We do have a group right now, but we're going to move all that over to the page because then we can do a lot more things. We can host a lot more ideals and, and get you guys out there. And we want you to have a community where you feel safe asking 
what you might think is the dumbest of questions. Ask it in the Facebook group because we'll, we'll or Facebook page that we're building. We're going to be able to help you. Reach out to us at parentsfirstgaming at gmail.com. Don't forget, we do have a number of other podcasts. We have a 614 and Beyond podcast, which is about Ohio sports and our lonely, lonely Columbus Blue Jackets in the NHL. They're not doing well. Um, we also have... Uh, Kenichi Yeehaw, which is an anime podcast. We have Last Choice on the left, which is a horror podcast. We've got Last Choice TV reviews. We are currently just finished up House of the Dragon. We are doing the Winchesters from CW, and we are adding Reacher from Amazon Prime Video. And a number of other things coming this way, including a brand new podcast team that just joined our network called Death on Destination, where two people involved in the travel world discuss famous deaths at famous tourist locations, which is a pretty interesting listen. So if you get a chance, check out any of those. Again, you can find us on lastchoicenetwork.com. And please, please, please try and help. Anything you guys can do to help uh, support and promote us, that would be great. Like I said, it really comes down to just downloading the audio podcast. And again, after you download it, delete it. I understand people don't want to fill up their phones. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an interesting concept on how the podcast platforms. I listen to a lot of podcasts all the time. And I thought to myself, wow, I don't really download any of these podcasts. I just listen to them. So I've changed myself. I download all the podcasts that I subscribe to. I have changed them to download automatically. And then at the end of the month, I just clear my all my downloads. I just wipe all of them and start fresh. Audio sources don't take up a lot of space in your phone anyways, but... It is nice to kind of clear it at the end of each month, and it does help all those podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. So, Kia, anything to add from your side, your community? Excited about possible doing some parent-kid um, tournaments? Yeah, that's actually really exciting. Because um, you'll be I, leading those. Aren't you excited? Uh, oh, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I would be super excited because as a parent who also plays with their child on Apex, um, that's actually really exciting. Um, and to but, have private tournaments in a safe environment is what yes, we're trying to, to provide. to me, that's even more a uh, thing. Um, so that's even bigger. Because um, I never play trios unless I have a full team with my son. And uh, so if it's just me and him, we just play duos, which is not a big deal because it's just me and him. Um, but you still run into those toxic players, um, even on the other side. So um, granted, thankfully, they don't have, um, you know, <laughs> you can't hear the other team <laughs> um like you can in call of duty so that it does that that part is nice um but uh for me i know once i have settled into my new house and we have moved um i do plan on doing more community nights and having a set date um i also plan on doing more movie nights and having a set um day for those as well um, we had a movie night uh, this past weekend, um, and we watched the newest Candyman. Um, I was actually very, it was very good. I'd have been um, terrified. I couldn't have done it. It was actually really good. It was ended up being more like a sequel to the first one. The first one was really good for those who have seen the first one was extremely good. The second, the second one, um, to me, like the way they made it, it does seem more like a sequel. And it was actually really good. Like, I was impressed. Um and I like my horror movies. Um, and a lot of times when people remake them, <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah, exactly. Do a good job. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, definitely. It was definitely a good movie. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, so, um, but it was just me and one other person, um, even though other people had voted in on wanting to do it. So I'm hoping that the movie nights will take off, you know, the more often I do them, 
um, and have a set date, but uh, that won't happen until we are officially like fully moved in and my setup's there and stuff. And then I will have more of uh, doing more community nights and more uh, movie nights. So hopefully working on getting more into my community and helping and being where I can and stuff like that and doing things with them. Cause I know that helps too, is being able to connect with my community. I know for me on a personal level, as someone who streams, I enjoy being able to connect with my community outside of just in the chat. Um, I like playing with my community if I can, I like making those new friends and those connections. Um, so yeah, looking forward to doing that. All right, everyone. Well, if you're listening to this or watching it on YouTube, our next live, we do a live once a month, Sunday night on Kia's Twitch channel. Our next live, you can look forward to if you want to join in on the discussion, have an opinion while we're recording these. It will be December 11th. Uh, will be the next time you'll be able to join on, on a live. So thank you guys so much. This has been episode 51. I am James the Third. I am with Kia Kane. And until next week, have a good night.